Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about grain. We're going to talk about grain and Russia and Ukraine and foreign policy. And we're going to talk about what Russia has been signaling and what it means and whether or not it's a good idea for their side. Um, if you have missed it, Russia is indicating that they are going to disrupt Ukrainian grain shipments, exports. Okay? There's been some signaling that they might even go after shipping. Now, most of the coverage on this is focusing on the moral aspects of it. If they disrupt these grain shipments, it disrupts the grain market globally. This is going to heavily impact areas that are less economically developed. Poor countries are going to be hurt the worst. And if they are successful in causing a uh, large disruption, really bad things could happen. Um, that's what most of the coverage is on, but we are not going to talk about the morality of it. We are going to talk about foreign policy, and foreign policy has nothing to do with morality. First, why do they want to do this? They're using it as leverage. Okay? They are saying that they can't export their own grain because they can't access some international banking features. They're using this as, as leverage to try to get the West to reconnect them to that banking stuff. Uh, the thing is, the West knows that's a lie. Russia has been engaged in international trade this entire time. If you can broker a deal to get drones from Iran, you can certainly move some wheat. Okay, so... Their position, the reason they're doing it, is leverage, and they're lying about their own issues. But it's foreign policy. That doesn't matter. Okay. Um, make no mistake about it, in a similar situation, the U.S. would do the exact same thing. It's not about morality right now. It's about foreign policy. So the fact that they're kind of being economical with the truth, well, that's just part of it. Okay. Now, what happens if they start disrupting the shipping? Prices go up. Okay, prices go up. Me, you, we're going to pay, pay more for our lucky charms. Okay. Uh, it's going to go up in the West. It'll go up all over the world because the grain market, it, it kind of feeds into itself like that. A disruption in one place will cause price fluctuations elsewhere. The places that will be hit the hardest are poor countries. Okay, those are the countries most likely to align with Russia at the moment. That's probably not a great idea. Uh, Russia is behaving as if it were still the Soviet Union and it still had ideological ties to a lot of these countries. It doesn't anymore. Um, those countries are not going to put up with it. It won't turn them towards the West. It'll turn them towards China. Okay, now, as far as the signaling that they may actually go after ships, if they stick to Ukrainian ships, I mean, okay, not a great idea, but... 
not, uh, not hugely detrimental to their position. If they hit another country's flagged ship, that's an act of war. That's a horrible idea. And Russian accuracy is not, you know, world-renowned. I, I don't know that that's a good idea. Now, what does it do to the West? Realistically, it, it's not going to be a huge price increase in the U.S., but the way U.S. media is outrage-driven, it might be portrayed as a massive increase. If that happens, there are going to be a lot of people in the United States who become more supportive of the West intervening. Because it's, it's the West and we put the dollar back into idolatry. It's all about money. Um, so that's not great, but the other thing that I don't really think that they're, they're counting on is that the West has a global supply chain. The West has interests all over the world. If their disruption of grain causes instability in countries that are not economically developed to the same degree, that is something that will hurt Western leadership economically. And I'm sure the, the Russian mindset here is, well, we're going to punish Western leadership. Right, but all that does is strengthen the resolve that says Russia cannot control this territory. If they are willing to do this and waste resources going after shipping when those resources, by all logic, should be devoted to, you know, the war they're losing, it, uh, it indicates that if Russia did have control over that area, that they would basically try to hold the grain shipment and international food stability as leverage. That's not something NATO would allow. This isn't well thought out foreign policy. I don't think it's going to play the, uh, the way Putin and his inner circle may believe. They don't have the same pull they did as the USSR. The countries that are going to be impacted, they are not ideologically tied. They're not going to put up with it. They will look somewhere else. Um, and they only seem to be looking two moves ahead. When in foreign policy, you need to be looking three or four. Um, there is... There is no way the West would lose its resolve if, if international food distribution becomes disrupted. There is no way, no way the West will ever 
lose resolve, stop helping Ukraine. If it gets bad enough, they might actually intervene. With coming climate issues, Ukraine is incredibly important to Europe. It is incredibly important to Europe. Countries whose defense industries are thinking 30, 40, 50 years down the line, they're not giving up Ukraine. Because if they do, they may see food insecurity issues on a widespread level in Western European countries. So they're, they're, they're not going to allow it. Russia is not thinking far enough ahead on this one. Um, they're trying to leverage this in the short term to get access to Western banking, which again, it tips their hand. In that international poker game where everybody is cheating, this entire time they've been bluffing. We don't need that banking system. They've indicated that they absolutely do. It wasn't a good move, um, but that doesn't mean that they won't do it. And if they do, it will probably cause issues. So anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.